0: morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short and so glad to have you along with me today as we get into the word of God, talk about it, pray about it, and grow as a result because God's word performs its work in us. Do you get unwanted calls? I know I do. It seems like lots of times on my phone we, I get these spam calls more and more. And so lots of times I just disregard them. I've got a little filter on there that shows what's spam. By the way, if you've got my number and ever call me, make sure you text ahead of time so I'll pick up and answer you. But I'll tell you one call you want to answer to. You want to answer, and that is the call of God. And God does call us. It's exciting to realize that your life has significance with the Almighty. He has a purpose for you and He calls you to it. And we want to be people who respond to that call. Now, that call could refer to a specific act of service. And there might be a unique aspect to which God calls you to do something, but He's not calling me to do. And that's something we will talk about. But today, I'd rather focus on what God has called all of us to, because it is pretty thrilling To think that the Almighty has your number and He's calling you to something significant. Let's look at some of these verses. We're going to start today in Romans chapter 8 and a very, very popular verse that sometimes we miss the end of it because we focus on the beginning. Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good To to those who love God to those who are called according to His purpose. This this may have been the first verse I ever memorized, and it's served me well throughout my life. It's got me through many a challenge, many a discouragement, many a difficult trying time. And I usually focus on the first part that talks about how God works all things together for my good. But notice the end, to those who are called according to His purpose, that God has a purpose, and He's called you to it. That's the first thing we've got to realize in life is that God has a purpose. God is doing something, and He's called you to be a part of it. He's called me to be a part of it. It's pretty exciting, isn't it, that God doesn't ignore us, forget about us, leave us out of His purpose, but He calls us. He wants us to be a part of it. Part of that What is that purpose? Well, he goes right on to explain it in verse 29 and 30. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. Those whom he justified, he also glorified. God has God has this eternal purpose. He's predestined you and called you to be part of it. That call certainly relates to being the next word was justified. But look at verse 29 that we he foreknew he predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. God has called you to become to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. He wants to transform your life. He wants to conform your life to Christ. He does it from the inside out. He does it by the power of the Holy Spirit. But that's God's plan for you. And you ask, well, what, God, do you have a call in my life? Yes. His call, his plan is to make you more and more like Jesus. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to become God, become the almighty, that you're going to be the one worshipped throughout eternity. That's not what he's referring to. He's referring to your character. He wants to make you loving like him, good like him, holy like him, righteous like him. He wants to fill you with the the very character of Jesus Christ himself. And my friend, God is transforming us into that. And God is working. And that's why we know that all things even difficult things even trying things even what might look like a failure or a frustration God is using those things to conform us to the image of Jesus Christ yes God uses victories and yes God uses defeats God uses positive what looks like a positive and God looks like God uses what might look like a negative he takes all things and works them together for good what is that good That good is to conform you to the image of Christ it doesn't mean that good means oh he's working all things together for good that means you know all it'll all work out fine I'll become comfortable and wealthy and everything will be wonderful in life he might do that but you might live a life that's a difficult trying life whatever it is the purpose of God is higher than anything on of an earthly uh, result the purpose of God is to be making you like Jesus Christ. How awesome is that? Each one of us has been marred, scarred, sullied by sin. We've been damaged by sin. The evil one, the, the enemy, he's, he's done damage in each of our lives. God is the one who's changing all that, called you, predestined you, and called you to be justified, conformed to the very image of Jesus Christ. That's why we rejoice even in difficult times, because we realize God has a higher purpose and God is using even our suffering and our challenges and even our defeats. He's working it all together for good to make us into the very image, to conform us to the very image of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's awesome. That's God's call in your life, my friends. That's what God's called you to answer the call. Pick it, pick it up. Don't read, don't put that one to the voicemail. Pick up an answer. But that's not the only thing God has called us to. Let me share some other verses with us quickly. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, we read that we are called into fellowship with His Son. How exciting. I maybe have shared that in the last month or so, it seems like God has been awakening me early in the morning. I'm kind of a night person. I often write my emails late at night, Hit that send button. It's, it's often midnight or later for me when I send that email. But God's been awakening me early in the morning. And, and it's exciting to me to realize God is calling me. God wants to meet with me. It's not just my duty to get up and pray. It's God's desire to, to before my day gets busy or distract, other distractions, God is calling me into this fellowship into the sharing of life with him, in Galatians one verse fifteen, Paul said that God had set him apart even from his mother's womb, and called him into and called him by His grace. That God called Paul by His grace, my friends. God has called you and set you apart from your mother's womb as well, even things before your salvation, things that are going on in your life before God. God is involved in your life. God has seen what's been happening. God has been aware. And, and God, God knows your whole history. And He doesn't reject you for it. If you've come to Jesus Christ, received His gift of salvation, and eternal life, God is using even those even terrible things you may have done before your salvation, even terrible things in your past. God has a way of, of weaving all of that together. To, bring, to make you a trophy of his grace, to make you an example of, of the power of God to take what the devil had damaged, what we had messed up, and to make it something beautiful. I think of the song, one of my favorite Bill Gaither songs, all I had to offer him was brokenness and strife, but he made something beautiful out of my life. That's what our God does. And he delights in it. It's not happy that you sinned. I'm not saying that. But our God is delighted to take what the devil has made bad and what the devil damaged and to destroy it and make it something beautiful. And that's you. He set you apart even from your mother's womb. In 1 Thessalonians or 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 14, it says that by his grace he's called us to share in his eternal glory. Wow. My friend you have been called to share in the glory of Jesus Christ. He's recruited you to this. You know, I'm a college fan and I follow a little bit some of the recruiting. And I know these high school players are all honored to get a offer to come play football at my favorite college. And they they post on on Twitter, whatever, honored to get to to be offered a scholarship at at this university. Well, my friends, God has called you to more than a a starring role on a football team. God has called you to share in His eternal glory in Christ. 2 Thessalonians 2.14. What an astonishing thing. In 1 Peter 2, verse 9, it says He's called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. What a call. You were in darkness, and He's called you into His marvelous light. Wow. Rejoice in that. The lights have been turned on. We can be happy in it. And then finally in first Peter three, verse nine, he's don't return an insult for insult. Don't, don't return evil for evil. Why? Because you were called to inherit a blessing. Humans may mistreat you, but you weren't called to get the blessing of humans. You were called to get the blessing of God. That's the exciting thing about our lives. People may bless you. People blessed me. I, we've all got people who, who've done good things for us. But believe me, your call in life is to receive the blessing of God. That's what you're called to. So I'll post these verses in the description below after I get off here this morning. I hope you remember them. Meditate on them. You and I have a wonderful calling. Answer it. Don't send it to voicemail. Don't neglect it. Don't reject the call of God. Receive it. Embrace it. You've been called to something awesome. Father in heaven, hallelujah, we give you praise and give you thanks. We declare ourselves unworthy of, of all that you have called, called to give us. Just to think, Father, That you have called us to receive a blessing. You've called us to eternal glory. You've called us into fellowship with you. You've called us to be conformed to the very image of Jesus Christ. We thank you today. Lord, there's things in our lives, maybe things in our past, maybe things even going on right now. We may not understand. We may not know why. But by faith, Lord, we are trusting that you work all things together for good. And you're going to use that. What's that mean? You're going to transform us. You're using victories and defeats. You're using great relationships and damaged relationships. You're using successes and disappointments. All these things you're using to conform us to the very image of Christ. Thank you. I want to thank you, Lord, for each person here joining me today. I believe each one is a trophy of your grace. I believe each one Will bring you eternal glory. I believe each one you will give eternal glory. I believe each one of us, Lord, when we're in heaven forever and ever, people aren't going to say, Oh, wow, look at him. He was awesome. They're going to say, Oh, wow, look at God. God is awesome. They're going to praise you for what you've done in our lives. They're going to praise you for forgiving us. They're going to praise you for your grace. We want to thank you Lord you've set us apart even from our mother's womb that even before we knew you before we even it might have even been before we even believed there's a God you were still working and moving and guiding and bringing it all together to bring us to where we are today and to where you want to bring us ultimately. Thank you Father you have called and you have a plan for us. We're excited. And I thank you it's not just for us. The same plan is for our brothers and sisters. Lord, you've called me to eternal glory, but you've also called my brothers and sisters in Christ to eternal glory. Thank you for that. You're conforming me to the image of Christ, but you're also conforming my brothers and sisters, maybe, maybe a, a Christian who's doing great, but maybe someone who's, who's d- disappointed me, or you're calling them and you're using circumstances to, to transform them and conform them to the image of Christ. Thank you. What a great God we serve. We give you praise and worship this morning. We we are excited about worshiping you and as brothers in, the, in church today, singing your praises, giving you the honor you do, you're due. We pray for our churches today to be places of joy and victory and worship and praise, a house of prayer and a place of growth. Thank you and we bless you. I thank you. We give you this day to walk in your victory. To be filled with your spirit, to be encouraged, and to encourage others. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I know I missed some of you yesterday, some technical difficulties the last two days. You miss a button here or there and and things just don't go right. I'm sorry if, if you if you missed me yesterday, but we're here today. And we're here every day, Lord willing. I hope you join me. If you're new today, Leave a comment, hit the like button, and also join, Um, subscribe, or hit the subscribe button and the notify button so you can be here with us every day, okay? And share this with your friends today at church, you know, bring it up. Say, hey, I listen to Tom Short do this video each morning. It's encouraging to me. I hope it is, but I know the Word of God will bless you. If you hear it, think about it pray over it every day. We need encouragement every day. And you get this, you come here every day and get encouragement every day. I promise you by the, by the God, i promise you, God will use his word and he'll transform you a little bit at a time. Someday you'll look back and say, wow, day by day, God fed my soul and made me a different person. Glad to have you along. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye.